Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This podcast is brought to you by NerdWallet. Are you paying for your me time with just any credit card in your wallet? While you shouldn't stop treating yourself, you should start paying with a credit card that has perks. NerdWallet lets you compare top travel credit cards side by side to maximize your spending, some even offering 10 times points on your spending. So what could future you do with better rewards? A free flight? Room upgrades? Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. Reminder, credit is subject to lender approval and term supply. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. Hi, everyone. It's Katie Couric, and welcome back to Next Question. This is our first episode of our brand new third season, and I can't think of a better way to start than by sitting down with actor, director, and activist Robin Wright. Hi, Robin. Thanks so much for doing this. Thanks for having me. Robin's someone I have long admired for bringing a quiet strength and intelligence to just about every character she plays. From Princess Buttercup in The Princess Bride. I know who you are. Your cruelty reveals everything. You're the dread pirate Roberts, admit it. To Jenny and Forrest Gump. We pray for God to turn me into a bird so I could fly far, far away. And to that ruthless, badass Claire Underwood from House of Cards. I'm not going to be told what to do anymore, Doug. Not by you or anyone or any man. Ever, ever again. And now Robin is starring in and directing a new movie called Land, in which she reveals a whole new depth of character in Edie, a woman experiencing tremendous, overwhelming grief who decides to leave her life in the city and live in a cabin in the wilderness. And I'm talking serious wilderness people. You ever get lonely out here? Sometimes. I know I'd be more lonely there than here. That may sound... It doesn't make any sense, but... It does. It does to me. Robin has directed before, in fact, at least 10 episodes of House of Cards. But Land is the first feature she's directed. What this movie centralizes on, it's about the existence you once knew. That you that you once lived in will never exist in the same way again. And I just thought, wow, that's something to explore. It was 
handed to me the script brought to me by our producer, Alan Stewart, about three years ago when we were all witnessing on the news um, and many, many people experiencing grief due to the random shootings that were going on almost bi-weekly. And I, I just couldn't help but think every morning I woke up, how do these people get through? Everybody deals with grief in their own way. Um, but I really wanted to tap into that topic because there was so much tragedy, so much trauma that was going on. And then to have this last year that we've all been experiencing it, I thought how timely to release a movie with this message about human resilience and how empowering that is knowing that you can come out on the other side and that we need human connection to help us, you know, when we're faced with adversity, we need each other. And I just thought, what what a beautiful re-reminder right now to have. Was there anything in your own experience that you tapped into? I mean, that made you able to to really dig deep on this topic? I mean, fortunately, I haven't had an unfathomable event like uh, in this character, Edie's life. Um, I've had relatives pass, of course. But this is on a whole other level, I would think. I spoke to a couple of renowned psychologists about trauma and that really wanted to understand the different layers, the different levels. How do you get through phase five to enter phase six, et cetera? Are you familiar with Dr. J- James Gordon? In fact, I know him quite well. I've really? uh, I covered him when he was doing his work in Haiti when my husband was diagnosed with cancer because... I think he understood also, he's an expert in kind of holistic um, uh, healing. I reached out to him, so I've known him for many years. And in fact, he's gonna be our guest. We've already taped it on a later podcast about collective trauma. So you can imagine when I saw that you sought advice from him, I thought, well, this conversation was meant to be. Yes, oh my goodness, what a coincidence. Well, he, um, I, I was, had the opportunity to meet him a couple of years ago because I do work through our pajama company, as you know, Pour La Femme, and we help the women in Congo. And he really wants to get into that zone, into the Democratic Republic of Congo and help these women with their trauma. Um, And I said, how can you help me as a director understand what this one woman went through? And I know there are many people in the world that have experienced it. And I just felt like a layman. And he said, I want to do a session with you. So you're going to be the character. And I'm just going to do a session the way I would with any patient. And we're going to see how you're feeling the layers open up. And he really helped direct me for how to play this character. That must have been such an intense experience, Robin. It was so intense. What was the most sort of profound thing he he told you about the grieving process and about kind of the emotional upheaval of dealing with unfathomable loss? The one key thing was ne- never to stop the emotion, whatever that emotion is that you have to allow yourself to go through it as painful as it may be. If you travel through it, 
let it experience you and you experience it, you're going to travel into the next phase. So don't um, shut, and, don't and shut just, out those feelings, which I think, right. I think probably I did in my own personal experience. I don't even know if I fully grieved what happened to me. I think I found distractions wow. to keep me from fully grieving, but you know, I just, I don't even know if I gave myself the time or opportunity in retrospect to do that. So that's interesting. It's so funny. He, he talks about that a lot, not giving yourself permission as well as time, you know? Um, anyway, we could go down a, a rabbit hole talking about that for sure, for sure. When we come back, Robin Wright on the unique and harrowing challenge of shooting a film 8,000 feet up in the Canadian Rockies. I got freezing cold just watching her. We'll be right back. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This podcast is brought to you by Nerd Wallet. Are you paying for your me time with just any credit card in your wallet? While you shouldn't stop treating yourself, you should start paying with a credit card that has perks. NerdWallet lets you compare top travel credit cards side by side to maximize your spending, some even offering 10 times points on your spending. So what could future you do with better rewards? A free flight? Room upgrades? Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. Reminder, credit is subject to lender approval and term supply. Nerd Wallet. Finance smarter. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. I love the movie for so many reasons. One was because just visually it was so stunning and it was sort of this micro and macro um, kind of juxtaposition of you and your individual pain in this spectacular setting. Spectacular, but also reminds me of, of you know, of Yeats, A Terrible Beauty is Born, right? I mean, it had, yes. it was really a paradox, but how were you able to take all that you had learned and the script and your desire to really um, communicate to people watching this movie what it was like for Edie. I mean, how did you how did you do that? Well, you know, it's it's a team of people. It takes a village um, <laughs> for sure to direct a movie. So it's never just you directing it. Yeah, do you hopefully get to imbue your vision and hope it translates? Um, 
But really, I have to say it was on the page. This was the script that I read. The simplicity of human kindness just resonated. And how the, the kindness of a stranger, how somebody like that can save your life. And you don't even have to know each other. They have completely different backgrounds, completely different cultures. And they have this incredible bond because it was meant to be. He was meant to run into her. And the whole spiritual side of that as well. Um, but directing... I had three amazing female producers on set all day, every day, and they were my backbone. And if you don't have trust in that and the fortitude of knowing, okay, I know that if I make a mistake or I miss something, I know they're gonna catch it. Can we agree that my actions are my business? Yes, we can. And if I end up starving, well, that's on me. I feel that I have to say this. Only a person who has never been hungry would think starving is a way to die. There are better ways to die. There are better ways to die? I understand it might be a little rough for you here, but if you feel you don't belong here, then- If I don't belong here, I don't belong anywhere. You and Miguel, the character in the movie, who I thought was so wonderful, you're both, I think, dealing with, with guilt and redemption. And I think the human connection between you two was just extraordinary. And I'm curious about just the elements. I know you shot this movie in 29 days in Alberta, Canada. The elements were just brutal. I felt like I was freezing just watching you, you know, <laughs> cowering on that floor. How much of that was reality when you were in the midst of filming those scenes? We were living the movie we shot. If we're talking about just the seasons and the, the beast that nature can be. And up there in the mountains of Alberta, it's some of the most unpredictable weather patterns I'd ever been in, in my life. Um, and they prepared us for that, but boy, we didn't know until we got it. We'd be in t-shirts one minute shooting summer scene down at the river. And all of a sudden they'd get a weather report saying, we gotta get back up to the base camp because we're gonna get a dump of snow in an hour and we gotta shift the schedule and move over to shoot all of Edie's winter scenes. So that was kind of a daily, that was a daily routine where we had to rejig the schedule according to the weather. Wow. So, so, but then I know somebody else stayed in this, that cabin to get the scenes sort of to make sure that you had sort of the full timetable of the time Edie was in that cabin. So I guess that person stayed behind and got some more shots, right? To fill out the film. Yes. Uh, our DP, Bobby Bukowski, um, I think he would probably choose to live in a tent on his own volition if he had the choice. Um, he is a man of nature and he decided to sleep in Edie's cabin so that he could catch a beautiful sunrise, sunsets, 
any kind of storm that that moved in. So all of those night shots of the wind and the rain, all of that was him just grabbing the camera at three or four in the morning, turning it on and catching, you know, weather is a character in this movie. It definitely Nature is. Nature is a character. Yeah. Let's talk about selling the film. It wasn't easy. Why, why were people not interested in this film, do you think? I, you know, I don't know. Maybe um, Woman Alone on a Mountain, that's the chick flick. You know, I don't, <laughs> um, I really would like to know the answer to that. Because well, what did they tell so... you, Robin, when you, when they said no, anything or just like not for us? They don't say anything. These meetings are very odd. They're, they're, um, a lot of them have translators because they're mostly European and they just come in and they listen to your five minute pitch and they get up and get out of their chairs and walk out of the room. And then you wonder if you'll hear from one of them. That's what it's like. <laughs> but I think it was serendipitous, definitely, that, that they were the last ones to come in, focus features. And they are under universal pictures. They've got incredible taste. They love story. And they are such big supporters of directors, of the artists that's you know coming out there to say, here's my idea of how to make this movie. They left me alone and so supportive at the same time. Um, they're true creators, that group over there. And they just, they listened to our pitch and they said, this message needs to be in the world right now. And this was pre-pandemic. They just said, it's so beautiful. It's about human kindness and human resilience. And man, have we been through a hellacious four years, you know? <laughs> the last four years. And there's trauma from the last four years. I absolutely believe that. On many different levels, the trauma that we've experienced. Talk to me about the impact this film has had and the response you're getting from people from this, this quiet and, and contemplative, I think, movie that is really um, not much dialogue, you know, very spare, but so powerful. I think it is exactly what we've been talking about. It's the simplicity of human kindness and relatedness and what that feeds another person is enormous sometimes. And I think it's like anything. Do you ever get tired of seeing a rainbow? You know, do you always go, oh, wow, look, there's another rainbow. We've seen so many of them, but this is, a re-reminder. And I think that's why it is resonating with people. They want to feel that uplifting. <gasps> yes, there's hope to be had because there's a lot of hopelessness going on right now. When we come back, Robin and I talk about that glass ceiling. Is it still frozen or is it too starting to melt? That's right after this. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.
This podcast is brought to you by Nerd Wallet. Are you paying for your me time with just any credit card in your wallet? While you shouldn't stop treating yourself, you should start paying with a credit card that has perks. Nerd Wallet lets you compare top travel credit cards side by side to maximize your spending. Some even offering 10 times points on your spending. So what could future you do with better rewards? A free flight? Room upgrades? Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. Reminder, credit is subject to lender approval and term supply. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. A few years ago, I did a documentary on gender inequality in Hollywood and Silicon Valley. And back then, there were very few female directors and very few female executives in Hollywood. And it seems like we're witnessing potentially a sea change with women directors being celebrated and recognized and desirable. Uh, And I'm curious to hear your feedback on that because you've been in Hollywood for a while I'm sure you've seen it all. Do you think things are finally starting to change? I think the the crack in the glass ceiling has happened. And we've got a lot more um, amplification of our voices to continue. And you really, you can't give up. You just have to persevere. There's a resurgence for sure. And you're like, well, were we here before? No, we were never here before. This is a new kind of resurgence. This is an awareness that's going on and pressure being put on the system. It's just breaking an old tape and just saying, why why not have this other perspective tell stories? Half and half, three quarters, a quarter, you know, let let it ebb and flow with all kinds of different cultures. Yes, more more female directors is great and writers. But let's start opening it up, broadening it. In fact, I guess for the first time ever, more women than men were nominated for Best Director for Golden Globes. This year, several debut directors are acting veterans like you, Halle Berry, Maggie Gyllenhaal, Regina King. At Sundance, where your film premiered, 46% of the festival's 71 feature lineup were directed by one or more women. So the proof is kind of in the pudding, isn't it? And I'm wondering if you think it was the Me Too and Time's Up movement, um, along with, I think, just a greater understanding and recognition of the need for diversity, even through the Black Lives Matter movement, if, if those kind of cultural trends really created this tipping point for women Absolutely. and more diversity. You nailed it. Couldn't have said it better. It is about diversity. 
And that is the tape that needs to be broken. We're just, we're conditioned. Or, you know, when they say it's a man's world, it's been a man's world in, in these industries. Let's just break the conditioning. It's just about adapting to a, a new function. It's like, I just been used to saying this tape over and over again for the last 40 years. And that's a cognitive shift too, I think that's, that's happened with these movements. Do you think land would have resonated with people as much if we hadn't experienced the pandemic? Or do you think it transcends the last year that so many people have experienced so much isolation and loneliness, honestly? Yeah. And you know, what a great question. And it's a hypothetical. I'll never know what what this movie would have felt like not being released during this pandemic. And it's compounded with the last four years, just the chaos, the mayhem in our administration, what happened to our country, um, and then to get, be in lockdown and not have any real knowingness of when it's gonna lift. When are we gonna be back to normal? Will it ever be the normal we once knew completely? We don't know yet. So that unknowingness, is a trauma. So I really couldn't even answer how it would have been received if it was made four years ago, maybe differently. So now that you have this under your belt, and uh, I'm curious, what kinds of projects are you looking for in the future? And and what kinds of things would you like to do? Kind of want to do it all. <laughs> good, good. We want <laughs> you to do it all, the, Robin. Uh, <laughs> we want you to do it all. Actually, I was thinking last week it'd be nice to do a comedy after this one. Um, <laughs> Have you ever done a comedy? Well, you know, I guess The Princess Bride had some comical moments, but... I know, and I was the only non-funny character in the movie. Um, yeah, just exploring all different arenas. Um, I really love this directing thing. Um, and I'm going to go next month to direct a couple of episodes of the show Ozark. Which oh, is I read that. So that's, exciting. That's so great. That's such a terrific show. And I worship at the altar of Laura Linney. Oh, don't you just love her? Yes. She is the best. Oh, and so good on that show. And Jason wow, Bateman is awesome too. The whole cast He's is amazing. Wonderful. I know. They really nailed it with that content, I gotta say. <laughs> It's even darker than House of Cards. I didn't think it would be possible. <laughs> yeah. And are you looking for other other films that you might want to star in as well? Or do you think that you've now caught the directing bug and that's really where your passion is? It's it's both. It's definitely uh, it's in the lead of wanting to direct another film for sure. Um, but I'm, I'm not going to quit acting completely. I don't think. I hope, I hope I keep my fingers crossed that I get a job. <laughs> you know, that's this industry. There's no security. You never know when the next job's coming. How have you been able to kind of just keep a good head on your shoulders through just this phenomenal career you have had, but also wondering like, is it going to continue? What's next? Will anyone want me? I think that must be so nerve wracking. It is, and you and you have to stay in the game, Ugh. in a sense. 
Meaning, oh, I can't take a two-year break and just not work and go be it. You know, you fall off that that wagon, and sometimes they don't let you back on. You know, um, so looking back over the years, it was I think just a matter of looking ahead, knowing I want to be here for a long time. I don't want to just you know blow myself out in in two years and be a has been. I really love this art and it's about pacing, pacing yourself, knowing that this is going to be another 20 years, hopefully. And also, I, it seems to me, taking matters into your own hands. I think a lot of women in Hollywood are no longer reliant on the male executives. I'm so excited to see women form their own production companies, start you know, making room for their projects, pushing projects like land that you had to get behind and actually go and sell. So you had control over the product. I think we're seeing that happening more and more. And as a result, it's opening up a lot of space for projects that probably wouldn't have been greenlit if you had to depend on, I hate to say it, but this patriarchy, you know, giving a thumbs up to certain projects, right? Yeah, and I don't even know the interiors enough uh, to, to speak eloquently about it, meaning the interiors of the business side of Hollywood. But there are some fantastic head producers of studios that are female, and they've been around for a long time. So are these gonna be passing the baton? You know what I mean? Like you say, are we gonna keep expanding, keep passing it? when these other executives choose to retire? I hope so. It's an exciting time, isn't it, for all of those reasons? It really is. And I, I hope that uh, we come out of this pandemic and we can salvage the, the entertainment industry to be back to what it was, because it was a very fruitful industry and it's hurting right now, so. It's ironic to me that the entertainment industry has never been more important to people. You know, this has been kind of their their lifeline. I think it's kept them sane, all the content that they've been able to enjoy and appreciate, all the art that they've been able to watch. And I think people realize how important that is to our culture. And Absolutely. I hope that as a result, uh, you know, people can support it in whatever way they need to, to make sure it stays strong and productive and, and continues to be just as phenomenally creative as it is. We need story. Yes, we have books, but th that's a whole other experience, the visual experience of a story being shared with you. And it's almost like therapy right, in this isolation period. And all we do have is our TVs. We're not having the collective experience in a theater, even though they're opening now. Um, I think there's, we're just kind of tiptoeing around. I just pray, yeah, I pray that it has a, talk about a resurgence. I hope it has one, a positive. Robin, thanks so much for, for doing this. Thank you for having me. I just love her. Anyway, Land is in select theaters now and will begin streaming in March. So definitely keep an eye out for it if you haven't seen it. I loved it. 
And of course, I cried like a baby. That's it for this episode of Next Question with Katie Couric. Thank you all so much for listening. It's really great to be back inside your heads. Oh, and make sure to tune in next week for a conversation with the very funny and incredibly talented Amber Ruffin. Here is an excerpt from the hit book, You'll Never Believe What Happened to Lacey. Thank you so much, Amber. (laughs) Commence. That's next Thursday on Next Question. Next Question with Katie Couric is a production of iHeartMedia and Katie Couric Media. The executive producers are me, I just don't want to have to say my name one more time, and Courtney Litz. The supervising producer is Lauren Hansen. Associate producers are Derek Clements, Adriana Fazio, and Emily Pinto. The show is edited and mixed by Derek Clements. For more information about today's episode or to sign up for my morning newsletter, Wake Up Call, don't you want me in your inbox every morning, people? Go to, of course, katiecouric.com. And you can also find me at Katie Couric on Instagram and all my social media channels. I'm doing a lot of cool things there, so check it out. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.